Hey everyone, and thanks for joining us on the Nolan Podcast. I'm digital multimedia editor Noah Brown. Marketing, the ability to sell your shop and its services effectively, is critical in surviving a crowded marketplace. Though most forms of traditional marketing, such as TV spots and print ads, still have their place, digital marketing has become the driving advertising force in the economy today. Navigating the ins and outs of digital marketing is essential to not just survive, but thrive in that marketplace. This week, we're joined by Christina Ross, president of Silver Frog Marketing, to discuss what makes a good digital marketing campaign and how to effectively employ one for your shop. Digital marketing seems like a very broad term and just in general, it seems like everything is moving digital. So how do you define what digital marketing is and what it can do for a company? Sure. You are absolutely correct. Digital marketing is very broad. It can be anything from just your website um, to an entire marketing strategy. Um, However, what I absolutely recommend for any small business um, getting started, whether it be one person or a five-person team, is to make sure that you've got a few key online um, positions uh, filled. What I mean by that is like make sure that you have a website with a domain name that's not confusing. Um, You know, uh, make sure it's your business name or something similar so that people don't get confused. Um, Another thing I always recommend business owners to do is complete their Google My Business presence, which is easy and it's free. Um, And what that does is when anybody goes to Google to search for you, you come up without even paying a dime. Um, And a lot of people really don't realize that. Um, I do that in conjunction with um, your Facebook page. Make sure you've got a company page for your brand with all of your relevant information, as well as LinkedIn. Um, LinkedIn, pretty much, you you never know who's looking for what, and typically it is more of a business um, social media platform. But um, even for B2C clients, like service industries, um, car repairs, I, I would absolutely have a LinkedIn profile as well. So I would start with those kind of, you know, just top of mind, making sure that if somebody, if your client is looking for you in any regard, whether it be your name or your service, what you do, you want to make sure that you at least come up on Google. And so for a lot of our shops that are independently owned, small shops in small towns that may not have a large digital presence right now, but are Mm -hmm. trying to get started in building one, what are some ways that they go about it? Because it can seem very daunting at times. How do you go about kind of starting to build a digital presence in in today's uh, modern economy? So I would absolutely start at the the Google level. So Google My Business. What I would do next is what I call directory listings, where you basically you take a few minutes and there's a few different um, providers that do it. Yext is one of them. I think Yelp has something that does it. Um, and what it does is you, you take about five minutes to put in your business name, your phone number, the year you were um, founded, your um, social post uh, links, stuff like that. And then you submit your listing to hundreds of online directories. And what that does is it just really helps. And again, this is all organic and it's all free. Um, 
it just helps with the online um, aggregation of your website. So all those spiders and crawlers that are constant, all the algorithms that, that Google or Bing uses, you want to make sure that your business is front and present for any customer who's looking for you. And honestly, it really doesn't matter if you're in a small area or a larger DMA, because almost everybody at this point uses Google um to do any kind of research now. So that's definitely where I would um, recommend starting for any small business owner. And particularly for our readers and for our listeners who own automotive repair or automotive maintenance shops, there's always going to be a demand for that service. It's not as if they're trying to sell Mm -hmm. people something that they don't need. That they don't need, correct. Exactly. So why is it important for them, even though they are offering a vital and some might say essential service, why is it important for them to still have a strong digital marketing footprint? Definitely. So the the biggest reason is to provide um, trust to your customer before they even pick up that phone. So ideally at this point with what I'm seeing with the way people shop, um, even if they know that they need their tires done, right, they'll do a search because there are competitors, right? And people want that warm and fuzzy feeling before spending any money or making any decision now. So the idea between be behind having a really strong online presence is you're giving that warm and fuzzy, hey, we're here, we know what we're doing, we're strong, and we're reputable, um, to give that customer a good feeling so that they then call you or click on your link. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like this may be backtracking just a little bit, but mm-hmm. just of like getting in the mindset of, of marketing, yeah. a lot of these shop owners, particularly the independent shop owners, uh, they're kind of a, a jack of all trades. Not only are they, you know, managing a store, they might be doing some of the work there, the the HR department, they're, you know, mm-hmm. the, the marketing department, they're doing everything by themselves. And so obviously don't have as much time as I bet they would like mm-hmm. to dedicate to each of the the things that they have to do. Why does marketing need to be near the top for them? So marketing always needs to be top of mind. Um, Even if it's just a marketing plan or strategy where you're not necessarily putting too much ad budget behind it, because it, 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 you know, you really always need to be selling your business, marketing your business to to new people. You never want to get so comfortable in what you're doing that in five years, your customers are like, well, they didn't grow with the times. They didn't change with the times. They didn't, you know, update their cover page and stuff like that. Not everybody notices that, but but it definitely gets noticed. Um, so things like that, I would I would say, is the number one reason to always keep marketing and marketing plans and strategies in some sort of um, top of mind. And what I recommend um, people who don't necessarily have a department for marketing or time for marketing is set one day a month and just one hour a month and put it on your calendar and set it like a meeting. And all you're doing in that hour is planning your marketing for the next month. And maybe that's updating our Facebook, right? Maybe it's putting a social post out. Um, maybe it's running a Google ad if, if, there's, uh, if that is allowed in the budget. Um, maybe it's an email campaign. And whatever it is, that business owner needs to take that allotted time to think that through. And maybe it's then implemented the next week or the next month. But it's always something that is constantly moving, if that makes sense. <laughs> yes, it does. And unfortunately, you know, 
marketing and uh, gauging the effectiveness of a marketing campaign just doesn't happen overnight. There's no way to tell if, you know, the updated uh, Google search engine results or the updated Facebook posts or the emails you're doing. If you do that on a Monday, there's no way to tell if that's working the next day on Tuesday. No. It, it, it just seems like there's a lot of patience that is required. Yeah. And, you know, that that really goes for kind of any I mean, honestly, any digital. So, I mean, SEO takes longer. SEO sometimes takes six months to really kick in, whereas paid ads, you could put a paid ad up on Monday and you could definitely get a call on Tuesday. That works. However, what I'm noticing in a lot of the small businesses, what they're doing is they're kind of putting out emails and social posts and then they're kind of like throwing out spaghetti on the wall, right? And seeing what clicks. And then what I recommend is that next month when they go back to their marketing plan, that's when they need to go back and look at those results because then they've got a month of data and they can see, okay, I spent $50 and I got two leads. Okay, great. You know, that's not horrible. However, what happened with those leads? Were they good leads? Did they both turn into sales? You know what I mean? Um, or emails, you know, you you sent out an email on, um, you know, um, a free, free brake inspection um, or a free oil change. And then you want to look at how many opens did that get? How many people clicked? Um, you know, there's definitely industry averages out there, um, you know, uh, Definitely your click rate you want between 1% and 5%. Your open rate should probably be close to 20%. And so what I'm seeing and what I recommend is if you do this on a constant basis, then you always have an idea of what your campaigns are doing, even if it's just one hour a month. We hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. If you are, you should subscribe through your preferred platform and follow National Oil & Lube News on Facebook and Twitter. Now, back to the interview. And that you actually started to answer my next question right there a little bit. But when you start doing these digital marketing campaigns, how do you define what a successful campaign is? How do you determine what is working and what isn't working? Mm -hmm. Definitely. So it really comes down to um, leads coming in. So uh, anytime we ever run campaigns, whether it be TV, radio, or PPC, we're constantly looking at the data and talking to the client. So in in your case, the client would be himself, right? Uh, But what I would do is I would say, okay, you know, Bob, we've been running your marketing for a month now. You know, we got seven calls. We've got, you know, 17 clicks, you know, whatever it is. And then I always ask him, how's business been? Have you gotten any ads from these calls? Uh, what we do when we have our large package is we um, we drive all of our leads into one CRM so we're able to, to see and kind of talk through. Um, businesses, uh, you know, smaller, they probably have a CRM or they're just small enough where they already keep track of leads because they have to work each one. Um, and, and I, and I, you know, just base value on that. You know, if, if you're selling a transmission service that costs, you know, maybe a thousand dollars and you put out a little bit of ad spend, let's say you spent $500, but you got two clients, that's a successful um, campaign. So it's really depends on the client, the um, amount of uh, the, the amount of what their client is worth. Um, and, and then it's, it's really just, um, you know, kind of like meal planning for your family, right? Where you're always planning healthy meals. You should always be planning your marketing for your business. 
And so for business owners or shop managers who either they don't have the time or the resources or are overwhelmed in trying to start doing a digital marketing campaign, turning to third-party marketing uh, companies can be a tempting proposition, and it seems like Mm -hmm. it could save a lot of time for them. Are those like are turning to outside sources to do your marketing for you? Is that worth it usually? It it definitely is once the business gets to a certain point. So at any point when you're starting out and you only have a certain amount of money, it it doesn't make sense. I would never take money from a client if I didn't feel I could make them valuable a, a, a valuable result. Um, that being said, once you scale your business and you get to a certain point, it absolutely helps to reach out to an agency who can help you mainly on marketing strategy and development. So you need somebody who is able to look at a holistic view of who your clients are, do a little bit of keyword research for you, take a look at what you're currently doing online and make, um, you know, just uh, cohesive and and logical recommendations. And then also be able to, to step in and do some of that work if the business owner doesn't choose to do so. And that's, that's kind of what we do. Okay. That's exactly what we do. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, <Some kind of. laughs> so for companies that are, are, are businesses that are just starting to kind of get into digital marketing and really kind of revamping their marketing mm-hmm. presence, what are some pitfalls or things that companies do that don't work too well that you see on, on a regular basis that are, are fairly easy to avoid? Oh, definitely. So I, I would say the number one, and I, and I know I'm going to, sound like a parrot here, but this is the number one. Um, When people don't keep up with marketing strategy or when they don't have a plan in place. And so what happens is, you know, they put their business together. They're like, okay, great. You know, I got all this stuff done. I've got a website. I'm going to put a Google ad out and they do it and they never think about it again. They never look at the results. They never um, think of what else to do or, um, or they don't think to um, have a list. So um, also, you know, and a lot of times this just comes with websites now when you build them, but also keeping um, track of your contacts, your customers, their lists, their emails, so that you can remarket to them. Um, that is something to always be aware of. And again, I think if people get into a habit of forcing themselves to think about marketing, that alone will solve so many pitfalls of just not not keeping it front of mind. And then what happens is six months later, you're like, man, I don't have clients. I don't have a pipeline. You know, nobody, I'm not doing as well. And that's when people typically start thinking of marketing. <laughs> <laughs> so really, it sounds like even though it, it can be and, and oftentimes is a daunting proposition, even just spending time thinking about it mm-hmm. is kind of the easiest and best way uh, to get yourself started. Absolutely. Absolutely. Number one. And I would say the number, I would say three things for any business owner to write down right now to think about every single month would be social content. So Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, whatever they're comfortable with, some sort of social posting at least twice a month and an email blast at least once a month to their clients. Um, those things, um, on top of just, you know, thinking of what promotions they can put together, maybe what they can add to their website. Those three things, content, social, um, and email, are, are would be my definite number one recommendations for any small business.
And that's all we've got for you here today on the Nolan Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Noah Brown, and we'll see you next week. 